Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Show, the first Gridiron Show of Super Bowl week. Me, Will Gavin, with him, Michael McQuaid, and we are live on Radio Row. I feel like getting one of the cameras and like spinning it around the room and showing it to people, but then I'm not sure I'll get the shot back on again and I'm too scared to do it. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to pretend like it's fine. Look at a lovely backdrop behind us. Oh, look, doesn't it look so pretty? Oh, um, look, we are here. It is Monday. We're in Arizona. Flew in last night. I know Mike's been here since, uh, since Saturday and just starting to get into the swing of the week. Starting to feel the desert's heat. Starting to really crank up towards the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. This Sunday, just 10 short miles from here in Glendale at the State Farm Arena for Super Bowl 57. Mike McQuaid, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Man, like... First off, it's great. It's great to be here and appreciate your support in doing this podcast. It's, it's, it's been great crack all season. I know it'd be great to have. Will, it, it would be great to have Sai and Ollie here as well. I'm sure they're watching. Oh, don't. Hey, lads, and and yeah, j- just for people. And I guess first off, you know, <laughs> man, what a season we done. We done London. We had great fun in Munich, and I guess the, the the scope for us is to try and sort of show people at home, whether you're in the UK, Europe, whatever, um, what it's like to be here. I mean, for example, Will's got an incredible backdrop behind him. He's he got the world's media Sky Sports are just down there as well, albeit they're not there at the minute. Um, and behind Lazy. me, we've got the Pat McAfee show up there, and it's just this is my first time here, right? And I cannot, I I cannot fat home like. It's it's like I I think I said it on on a different podcast. It's like the mecca of NFL media. Like this is the pinnacle. This I mean, yes, there's a game on Sunday, but this is going to be great fun. Or or, or as I say, great crack all week. And uh, just looking forward, well, just bringing people closer to to this week. And and you know, it's so much more than a game on Sunday night. It's so much more than like a party that people in the UK might go to on Sunday. It's it's the week of build up. It's it's looking forward to this game. But it's also looking forward to. I guess the off season that we're going to have, and it's going to be, it's going to be a really, really interesting week, and it's going to be a great few months ahead. And I appreciate uh, having the fun, no, no, just I, having I, fun with you next week. And the thing is, for you as well, Mike, and I, I love you dearly. You're a great man, but like some people, they go to like I compared it on the Talksport show to Comic Con. Like some people, they go to a Comic Con and they see their heroes, and some people they go to, uh, you know, they they go to the Super Bowl, and it's about seeing the players, it's about seeing the action on the field. Mike McQuaid is a guy who follows the media as closely as he does, who books guests for the show, who speaks to these people down the line. The opportunity to go and just shake some hands and speak to people. I mean, so far today, uh, other than the people we've already kind of had on the show, which have included with the talk sports show, we had Ben Solak earlier, the brilliant Ben Solak from The Ring, or Ollie Connolly, obviously from Read Optional and here at Gridiron's been on with us as well and will join us here on the Gridiron show this week. But, I, you know... It's not huge names, but people like Sam Farmer from the LA Times, who is, by the way, one of the best football writers in the world, absolutely sensational. Uh, going over and chatting to Ross Tucker, going over and chatting to like Lorenzo Alexander, uh, who's the former special team specialist from the Bills and, and linebacker, who was one of the best interviews you'll get a week. Legend, lovely bloke, just went and had a catch up with him. So for you, going over and getting to shake Pat McAfee's hand and just being like, hey Pat, how are you? I'm Michael, I'm Irish, will you come on my radio show? Is, uh, is, is something else. 
it's it's hard to put in the words. It's just weird, you know. Like you're sitting and you're and you're working on the, just on the league all season. You're watching guys like McAfee and you've named somebody there, like Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker was the first guy in here. This I came in at seven o'clock. Always morning. first guy in. Ross over Tucker, there. Peter King, uh, Greg Cosell, Monday guaranteed guests. Like they are here every year, treading the boards early doors. It's it's just it's it's very very surreal. And I guess if you watch something like you know, like pro football talk or different things at home, everybody's here and. It's going to be a great week because we know we're already and we're, and we're obviously going to try and put as many as these out this week as we can, video, audio format. You'll see throughout the week it'll get busier and busier behind us. It, it's just been um, yeah. Well, this is the, I, I'm not kidding. This is quiet. This is, is absolutely. Yeah. This is the calm before the proverbial storm. And you saw it when we came onto Radio Row today, yeah. Mike. There's like people that obviously from me doing this for the last eight or nine years that I've got to know, like from other radio stations and good buddies of mine who we've got to know, and we go on their shows and they come on our shows, and and like there is a real community feel to this as well. As much as there are big names, and you went and big wigged with. Kay Adams and everyone else over there. Look at the big grain on his face. Uh, <laughs> like, there is, it is cool. And it's only going to get cooler as the week goes on. We're going to have, today it's just me and Michael doing a little intro, introducing you to Arizona, talking about maybe the bars we were in last night. Uh, uh, Mike's gone and got himself, by the way, a rooftop. His own rooftop where we can go for drinks after opening We're going to do a tonight. podcast on that rooftop this week <laughs> at some point. I actually think, well, we, we can't do it on Sunday, but we, we should definitely do something and we should uh, We have zoom. to go somewhere. Somewhere on Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's 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 going to be good fun. I mean, like, I, I, like just for people watching this. I mean, I don't want to state the obvious, but like I've had people, and I'm sure you're the same, tweeting. I mean, but you know, enjoy the experience. Oh, I'd love to go. Well, jealous or whatever, all this sort of stuff. You can't put a price. Well, you can't, but you cannot put a price on the experience that you'll get from going to this. I think if anyone's a fan watching this, do it once in your lifetime because it's just, it is. Incredible, and you've seen that you, we've got the fan experience outside, obviously, the game on Sunday. And of course, it's not cheap, but it's an experience like no other. And it's it's just great to share this experience w- w- just, w- just with you lads. And um, as you've said, looking forward to the week, looking forward to having different guests on. I, I know we're going to try and get different people on. And obviously, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about the bar last night. I can't remember the name of the bar last night. Topaz. Topaz. You text us Topur, and we searched for that for a little while. Turned out it was Topaz. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> It was all right. The Guinness wasn't great. The beers were fine, though. Uh, look, I, um, I, we've, we're going to bang on about this all week, so I don't want to bore people with it too much. But we will get some great guests for you on the Gridiron Show. Former players, hopefully some current players, hopefully some coaches and some Hall of Famers. And uh, I just, I've just booked an interview with David Tyree, which I've never spoken to David Tyree before. But uh, he better get ready for some helmet catch chat because it's going to, it's coming his way. Um, uh, like, it's going to be a fantastic week, and can't wait for it. Uh, there is the kind of uh, opening night coming up tonight where we get the 11 players on the podiums, where we get all the other players milling around. We're going to have great interviews from that. I mean, honestly, Mike's social feeds across Gridiron, across Pro Football Iron, across everywhere else are going to be absolutely killing it tonight. Uh, and so keep an eye out for podcasts and interviews from that where we'll talk to... If you've got any questions, by the way, this is probably going to come out yeah, no, too late. You're right. It's going to be too late. We could have done a whole, like, got any questions for Jason Kelsey? I don't know why I picked Jason. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Hashtag GridironSB was the best hashtag I could get. It's actually, it should be on the screen now. And if you do have any questions, fire them through. DM me, DM Will, whatever. And I think it would be pretty cool 
during the week if we had a round table and just had a bit of crack will and and sort of got everyone's questions because I know there's a lot of people that will be listening to this and watching this and go sort of wondering about the experience but more so wondering about the game so please do get back to us because once we leave here we just go back to our rooms and, and edit and work and, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely never <laughs> never never end up anywhere other than our rooms I swear it I swear it down well what about the Vegas ones out there at the minute the, the whole Las Vegas experience for next year is already out there given you know given tips we've got the mug over here which says the, the Vegas is coming uh, it's mad that we're already looking forward to that already I, uh, I, I had a good chat to, I mentioned Sam Farmer earlier I had a nice chat to him over by the Vegas booth earlier and uh, he just, I just said to him he, uh, he said oh it's nice for me to have a Super Bowl local to LA he's lived in LA all his life I was like did you drive did you fly we had that kind of level of high banter between the two of us real real small talk uh, it's high octane be- high octane best high octane yes I said high octane Ollie Thornton <laughs> Nerf off. Um, uh, it's high octane best, but I will say that he came out with the line of the week already, and it might not be top to a week. When Sam Farmer, I said to Sam, what, what do you think about Vegas? Do you think it's going to work in Vegas? And he just looked at me really con- contemplatively and went, There will be a death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my like, god! Is it, there'll be a death, but otherwise, I think it's going to go great. Apparently, the rumor doing the rounds here, per source or per sauce, depending on who you speak to, the Mirage is where all the stuff's going to be happening next year. So, there, if you're booking a hotel, I can't wait to be chatting to you, Will, about booking hotels for Vegas, for for Munich, for Frankfurt, and do it all over again. But um, do we do we want to talk about the game a little bit? Do yes. we, it's early in the week. Let's I know it's Super Bowl 57 on the horizon. We've already started talking some of the great and the good. Like, what, what at this point in the week, Mike, what are the kind of key things that are intriguing you ahead of the game this weekend? What are the kind of key things that are storylines and talking points that this is what I do this week is I, I have the things I want to know about and think about yeah. and I pick the brains of the football intelligentsia who are more intelligent than me and that's how I spend the week. So what is what's what storylines are catching your eye going ahead Sunday? Well it's just 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 obviously a massive apologies to the person beside me on my flight because all I done was read up and stuff and trying to make as many notes as possible just for this game it's funny you, sorry that's you and Neil Reynolds you, like literally Neil sat in front of me in, <laughs> in premium economy where the classy people sit and he spent I reckon four hours of the flight and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this on his iPad he, he got the Wi-Fi on his phone looking up stats making his notes I was like Neil we've got seven or eight days here there's plenty of time <laughs> to be getting on with that surely it's uh, I, I love how your name dropping Neil I was watching the time Tottenham City game and that's not a name drop Neil's just a lovely lovely oh of course I I have to give a shout out to um, the the Kettle Black for letting me watch the City game with the City fans yesterday I'm sure they're having a good week today but do you know what that's the thing about Arizona so far it's been very very welcoming as people are shouting behind us I'm not sure what's going on it's Ross Tucker. It's always Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker is over there being loud right now. Just behind <laughs> you, just over in that corner over there. So I've, I've come up with five key points, and I'd be intrigued to hear, you know, well, just generally, because this is what's... I mean, it's the same with any Super Bowl, but, well, I, I didn't say this when I was on TalkSport with you. The last four to five years, I have had a clear-cut winning pick, and I, I'm confident on who I think is going to win this game. Genuinely, for the first time this year, I'm coming into, you know, Super Bowl going... I don't know. I genuinely don't know. And that, this is why it's so interesting. I had, my, my, the first key point I had down here was, could this game come down to a decision made in the fourth play? You know, the, the Eagles are so, they're so analytically driven and they're one of the most aggressive teams. 
the 25 fourth down tries so far this season 71.4% impression sensational and then you got that play fourth a moment of the Chiefs with was it the Mahomes the Kelsey play both teams are not they're not scared to do something in those moments and, and I think it's worth mentioning on that fourth and one, where when it comes to Mahomes, and we saw this on third and one, and actually what really caught my eye is Chad Henney ran it when Mahomes went out, is they love that roll out to the right, throwing to somebody in the flat. Like, they have a really specific play that yeah. they, they love to roll out on fourth and short and third and short. I think both, both teams are going to be super aggressive. I think the Eagles will be super aggressive because the Eagles are super aggressive. That is what they do as Nick Sirianni's mode. And as much as, you know, Ben... Ben Solak sat here earlier very correctly talking to us about the idea that Nick Sirianni is this kind of super humble guy who's been willing to give up the play calling who's been willing to learn from his mistakes and move on like he showed his opening press conference to the team recently and was like look we all get better with practice as we improve because that was a horror show of an opening press conference so I totally get that like I, they are going to be aggressive no matter what. I think the Chiefs are going to be aggressive. And you talk to me about the fact that you have a clarity. Right now, I feel most clarity I've had at the start of a Super Bowl week. I'd say, so this is my eighth. I've done... Oh, that's my, this is my eighth in person. I obviously missed the Tampa Bay year because we all missed the Tampa Bay year. The only time I've been more certain or felt more certain for a Super Bowl was that the Patriots were going to beat the Rams because mm. I just thought Belichick was going to outscheme them. I just thought on the defense side. And that's the most right I've ever been as well. I'm telling you now, Mike McQuaid, the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. I... I'm taking the Chiefs as of... Oh, <laughs> here we go. And Spicy on day one. Yes. I'll tell you why because, you know... The team I support, I see them at least twice a year playing them. You see Mahomes. The fact he's that injured at the minute and how he's playing makes me think he can do anything. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the run game for the next key in a second. Just to, just to note on that fourth down, it's funny because I was talking about you know, both teams, they're happy to go for it. The Chiefs have got this, they're tied for the second fewest fourth down tries in the NFL this season. There's my Neil Reynolds stat 12 attempt. Love it. There you go. Can you just send all this to me so I don't have to do any work for Sunday? That would be absolutely <laughs> I will tomorrow morning before our next podcast. TalkSport, sponsored by Mike McQuaid. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um I, I had the run game down as a second key because it's really it's really funny well like starting off with the Chiefs obviously last year they lose Tyreek and not the people ask questions on the Chiefs or Mahomes but they start looking at like you know how are they going to evolve that offense and the way that Isaiah Pacheo and McKinnon have come in on like second and six second and short plays to try and get a first down has been really really impressive that being said Pacheo it's what 70, 97 yards uh, whenever the, the, the game in which uh, Chad Henney came in against the Jaguars but then he, was, he wasn't great at all in the AFC Championship he averaged 2.6 yards per carry we talked about this on your talk show sport earlier on about Sanders and Gainwell for the Eagles the Eagles run game is incredible it's, for, it, for me well it's really it, for me at this early stage this week it is who has a better run game and that's for me the key to this game but this is the second time when you've talked about these keys of the game where what we've had an example is the Eagles do this thing brilliantly all of the time yeah the Chiefs do this thing brilliantly when they need to and maybe they need to all day on Sunday and they do it brilliantly the whole time maybe that's how this thing breaks down but immediately with the first two keys of the game I look at it and go well the Eagles have the advantage in both those areas that being said, what the Chiefs did on offense over the last two years, and I mean this with all the love in the world, they got boring. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. They gave Mahomes this, what, 
billion dollar, te- like 10 year insano contract, which maybe doesn't mean anything. I love the way you shake your head there. It's I mean, like- <laughs> the, the whole contract's a different discussion, but it, it, I guess it made sense for them to have the longevity. You look at teams now and you're thinking Herbert's going to be paid. And- the, 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 the point is that they, they, they knew that they were going to have to give up mm. one of those super sexy key pieces at some point. They knew they couldn't afford to keep Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes and just there was a lot else around that as well let's not forget so that Tyreek Hill moment comes and the, 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 they sit around the, the coaching staff in the front office and they say can we actually let Tyreek Hill go can we, is this something that we can let happen and they have over the time of those two years I know we only went this season but over the time of the last two years they've developed a scheme which allows them to not have to rely on having the best big play wide receiver in terms of both yard after the catch and getting open downfield that there is in the NFL. And they dink and they dunk and they pick out different receivers on every drive and they run the ball really well. And that, for me, Jared McKinnon has become a touchdown machine. They yeah. get into... They, they are so much more often in third and short and second and short and on schedule and on timing as, the, as ever before. Like They've moved so far forwards in that direction. And so I do love the Chiefs in that area. But Jalen Hurts threat in the red zone and that run game, when he can run the RPOs, I think there's no better in the NFL right now. And so I hand the, 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 the key to Philly as it is. And that, that's the thing as well, because you're, you're looking at Sunday and you're thinking, where is that difference going to come from? But it's a Super Bowl. <laughs> Everything goes out the window. Do you know what I mean? There is, there is this thing, right? <laughs> and, and we're going to talk QB injuries next, right? That's the next key, okay? You have the shoulder injury for Jalen Hurts. You have the ankle injury for Pat Mahomes, right? Yeah. And yet, they've both, in the last two weeks, shown that despite those injuries, they can do special things. And the reason that I maybe shouldn't be so bold in the Eagles pick is that you say, right, what are the two biggest things you can have an area advantage in in, in a Super Bowl? Yeah. Quarterback, head coach. I'd say those, those are one and two on the list. Uh, pass rush corner. I, well, I could, we could do the rest of the list as the week goes on. <laughs> the, the Chiefs technically have the advantage in both those areas, even though the Eagles are very good in both those areas. And so that's why I probably shouldn't write them off. It's weird because everything I've been hearing is that Jalen Hurts is less certain than Pat Mahomes right now. But everything I saw suggests that Jalen Hurts should be full go. I mean, maybe it's the 49ers hospital team and it's the Giants developmental team so it doesn't matter but I don't know Jalen Hurts with two weeks to rest that shoulder up I think it's going to be fine that's, that's the key thing isn't it you've got the, you've got the 13, 14 days to rest up I think take the whole injury thing aside you know, the, the defences for these teams are going to be told on any game go out there and give them as much as you've got right if you if you're a DC on Sunday you're saying this Jalen Hurts guy might need a shot to get through this game, lads. Patrick Mahomes, you can get at him here. I, you, I think we hope as fans more than anything else that not like that that the, both these players get through. I, you think they're going to be okay in terms of fitness-wise coming into the game? We talked previously, Will, about you know Mahomes. The injury that Mahomes has does take several weeks to actually recover from. It it, it does, but it felt like. It, even in week two, it felt like it wasn't a severe ankle sprain based on yeah. the way. Maybe it was all for show. Maybe he was wearing a boot when he wasn't in front of the media. Maybe all that stuff. The reason I think that his injury matters more to me than Jalen Hurts is as much as Hurts, if the shoulder's really bad, it, it takes away his ability to throw down the field, which is huge for their offense. Yeah, I get that. 
But actually, it's the if just having him on the field, and I said this already, in the red zone situations, what it makes a defense do when they stand up against you, that for me means that it's less of a concern than the fact that if Pat Mahomes gets into a shootout, and I think this game could very well be, I think we could be in for a classic. I think we could be in for a shootout, and I think yeah. we could be in for something special from Patrick Mahomes. But when he can get off schedule and throw those off-platform throws where he's diving to his side and throwing himself through the air and still getting it 30 yards downfield as a laser, is he going to have the ability to still do that? That, for me, swings it more that his injury is more of a concern for me. I think I said for me it's seven times in that sentence. I'm sorry. You're Grant. Don't be worried. I think um, that's the thing. And this is why I originally think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think when it comes down to it, when you've got that X factor, I, I prefer Mahomes over Hurts. Because he can make those plays where it's like Spider-Man. Like, do you remember that play against the Bucs? I mean, Mahomes, I, Mahomes is a better quarterback. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. Mahomes is the best player I've seen coming to the NFL in 20 years, I'd, I'd say, as a fan. I would find it very hard not to agree with you, to be honest with you. I mean, like, it's... The key for me here is just seeing how fit they are. But the thing that we've been very, very fortunate is they've been very, very, you know, honest to the media. Which is good. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. I, that's I, th- fair. I think that's important that's because fair. you know it helps us this week build up to this game. You don't want to see Garner Minshew and Chad Henney go for the Lombardi, but um, I, you know th- this is where it's it's early. We'll see as the week progresses how they're actually like. They're, they they both got in yesterday. We'll see how it, it progresses. I do think, and I don't want to sound like that guy, but I do think these injuries are more of an issue than. That we're that we're that, that we're letting on here, and I I just hope we don't get to that on Sunday because the last thing you want is to see Chad Superman Henny or, I mean Garner Minshew with his um, Mississippi mud flap hair hairstyle. I, I, I'd, I'd be up for that. But uh, Barney, I mean, um, let's uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I mean, I, I guess we can give a nickname to like that to, just for that drink that you ordered last night, Will, as well. But um, it's. It's going to be a good game, I think. Like, let's What's that see. called? The Juicy Jerry or something the, like that? The Juicy there. Jerry Bonanza or something like that there. But, <laughs> it was um, a beer, by the way. It was a beer, but I mean, it's not a funny name. Look, okay, we've got two more key points to go get to. It. And I think the, the quarterback one feeds into this one, which is the where the defences are going to impact the game. And again, like, okay... This is. I feel like we're going to do this time and time again. And by the way, spoiler alert, one name that you're going to hear here is going to come up in a moment. Okay, head coach... Chiefs have the advantage. Yep. QB, if healthy, Chiefs, Chiefs have the advantage. Tight end, Travis Kelsey, best his position in the league. Defensive tackle, Chris Jones, best his position in the league. Like, if they, they have three or four guys who can just take over a game of football and absolutely own it, the depth of that Eagles defense and the way that they've schemed this year, and I think they fit perfectly... With Pat Mahomes switching to this kind of dinky-dunky, not wanting to, like, everyone rushing four and, and dropping seven against him and him having to pick holes in that, that's what's going to happen with this Eagles team. But that's what they already do brilliantly with their rotation on the defensive line. I, I think that if they can tackle well in the open field once, if the line doesn't get to Mahomes and if he finds his receivers on short routes and if he finds Travis Kelsey for five yards, Travis Kelsey only gets five to seven to eight yards, fine. But too often we see Travis Kelsey get 15 yards, 20 yards. And so, yeah, that's that for me becomes... I still like the Eagles' defense to, to have... And the fact is, the Chiefs are playing about 13 rookies in the backfield, which is a problem. <laughs> it's funny, like, it, we're, we're talking about the Chiefs' defense. They, um, throughout the season, they allowed a touchdown on 67% of opponent trips inside the 20-yard line. 31st in the league. That's, that's, that, 
hey kids, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then you see, like you've seen, you've seen Philly. Now the thing with Philly is Philly have had moments this season where their defense has looked sensational. It really, really has. Um, I think that game was it the Washington game. I want to mm-hmm. say it was. They just looked so, so good. But entering the NFC Championship game, they had went seven straight games without generating multiple turnovers. And then they recovered three fumbles against the Niners. But I'm not going to even count that too much because of the quarterback situation. I think... <laughs> That's very kind of you, just I know. to be clear. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be dead on, you know? Um, I'm sitting beside a Niners fan here, you know? That, 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 that's the thing. Look, it's... it's you're it's, lucky you're sitting opposite a Niners fan instead of a side one. Let's put it that way, if you're going to talk in these terms. Uh, in terms of in terms of KC, their, their, their offensive line have been the best in the league this year, protecting Mahomes. A block win rate of 74%. They've really been sitting getting these stats together this week. That's the key to it. If Mahomes gets time to, if, if Mahomes gets time to make the plays, the Chiefs will be fine. You've seen how the Chiefs' defense got after Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship game. I mean, in the first half, that was concerning. But I, I don't think that's going to be an issue for, for, for Jalen Hurts, personally. And you know what? I've, I've, I started off saying I think the Chiefs are going to win, and now I'm just convincing myself that the Eagles' defense are going to dominate this game when you've got Raddick and Slay, and it's just... It's, it's hard, but this is why it's great when it's a Monday, Well, and we can just have this conversation <laughs> casually and not make our picks. Hey, you're you're going to talk to people more intelligent and knowledgeable uh, throughout the week, and <laughs> they will convince you to switch your pick at least seven more times. Don't you worry about it. Don't let me help you switch your pick. I, I mean, we mentioned it there when it came to the defences, but the tight ends are going to be key as well. I do think that since Dallas Goddard has come back... The, when you add him to Devon Smith and AJ Brown and all those weapons out the backfield as well, that you get scary when it comes to the Eagles. Yeah. My concern, the thing with Travis Kelsey, is it comes back to that thing I've just been saying time and time again. Yes, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL. Best tight end since Rob Gronkowski. Best pass catcher in the NFL over short yardage situations. All of that stuff. Yeah. Do you is he, Can the Eagles take him away? Can the Eagles double team him, triple team him, and know that they haven't got as much of a risk from the rest? Like we don't know if uh, Michael Hardman's going to be playing yet. Do we really trust Juju Smith-Schuster and Marcus Valdez-Scantling and all those guys to make big plays if they're singled up and Travis Kelsey is getting constantly doubled and triple teamed? And can Kelsey beat those double and triple teams anyway? That's the thing. I'm calling it now on the Monday. This is the tight end Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm calling You've them. called a lot of stuff already. I'm calling, I'm calling this on the Monday, then, baby. It's technically, Will, if I call enough things, something's got to be right. It's, it's funny. Um, the last time that the Chiefs and Eagles, I, I haven't got to date, I think it was last season, the last time they played each other, the Eagles um, limited Travis Kelsey to four catches and six targets for 23 yards, which shows you in that situation, and I know things have changed year on year, that they've been able to try and stop him. Um, you know, Kelsey... I look at how the Eagles defense stopped George Kittle in the NFC Championship game. Now, granted, again, you had, what, Josh Johnson or whoever, quarterback for that game. And that yeah, I, I write that game off at this point, but I, then I would. <laughs> well, they limited George Kittle to three catches for, for 32 yards. The thing, the thing about it is for the Eagles is Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard's a hell of a tight end. Really, really good player. But Jalen Hurts doesn't even technically need to give it to him when he's got that much, uh, that many weapons on the offense. You got AJ Brown, you got Devonta Smith, you've got Sanders and Gamewell to name a few, and just on the run as well. So it's almost like, oh well, if I need him, he's there. This is why I'm not so sure about it being the tight end Super Bowl because 
I think with those rookie corners that mm. they are going to have to play for the Chiefs, who have played well, but they're still rookie corners playing in a Super Bowl in a scheme that's going to get aggressive. So leave them single man coverage regularly against a couple of the best receivers in the NFL. Just think outside the numbers to the lines, Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, both could have five or six catches. Both could have multiple catches over 20 yards. Like, so as, while I love Goddard and Kelsey's obviously brilliant, I'm not so convinced about the tie in Super Bowl. This is a you know personal pick here. No, no affiliation, Manahan. I'm going to go Dallas Goddard anytime on, on Sunday. I oh, okay, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay. I, mean, uh, we'll I see. see you. We'll see. I'll, I see you. I'll pop on to the radio on Sunday if if, if, if Kelsey and him do and uh, if, if Kelsey and him do go off. But do you know what I love about this conversation that we just had? We have went basically. I know it was briefly mentioned. But we went 20 or 30 minutes without talking about the fact that the Kelsey brothers are playing, or you know. Andy Reid and all this. I, mean, I, I, I think it's great. I tell you this now, we could have taken one of any of those points and spent the whole 20 minutes on yeah. it. I was trying to just keep us moving along and keep us ticking so this is a nice, entertaining, fun podcast for the guys and the girls and the men and the women at home and those in the US who I'm sure are listening as well. Uh, and I hope you are enjoying it because we're enjoying it because we're a radio road. This is, <laughs> look, at, look at Michael's green. Look how happy he it's, is uh, to be it's, here. It's great. It's track. absolutely delightful. Um, the, all week there's going to be brilliant stuff UK Gridiron on Instagram Gridiron on Twitter follow the uh, all the brilliant stuff they're going to be doing on TikTok uh, oh I might even appear on TikTok how exciting we'll, we'll see uh, if our producer Joseph <laughs> can get the, the uh, will on TikTok um, yeah like I'm not doing the dances I just want to be really clear on that <laughs> I, uh, I I do watch a lot I, I think obviously we're aiming this at a, at a worldwide audience but for people especially in the UK Ireland or Europe or whatever the plan is to get this video out so you can feel like you're closer to Radio Row uh, throughout the week but, but also so just seeing things that you may not be able to see it's it's very very different to go into like a London game or go into a game in Germany so it's uh, it's, it's 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 a great experience and looking forward to spending the week the, the week with you will and obviously getting some great guests on love it absolutely love it thank you so much for watching for listening for getting involved and just stay involved all week tweet us Instagram us do everything get involved ask your questions tell us who you want to book if you see guests here on Radio Row holler at us and we'll go and try and find them and get them on uh, we love it it's Super Bowl week so happy to be here this has been day one of the Gridiron Show at the Super Bowl let's go Arizona 